You are watching Unaccepted Podcast, and this is my boss, 302. Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And we got a great episode today. But before we get into that, Manny, how are you doing? Eh, tired. This what heat is, is killing. Well, it wasn't that hot today. Yeah, no, it's been coming down a little bit. But it's going to go up again this by the end of the week. Positive thoughts, Manny. Positive thoughts. Let's not do that. Uh, you don't work outside. I know, but, you know, it runs my AC longer. Electri- <laughs> Electricity is expensive. Ooh, big man. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I got solar anyways, though. Okay, okay, okay. Weird flex, but okay. It's good for the environment. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> All right, Manny. Well, let's uh, let's get into some quick Q&A we wanted to do today. Oh, okay. So, this is like, if you were to jump into an anime universe... Like any anime series you can, you take over the role as the main character, but you don't have his powers or his abilities. You're just there. Which anime would you choose? Hmm. So I'd probably have to choose an anime where they're kind of already normal to begin with. It can be any anime. Well, if I don't have their powers or abilities, what's the point? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) I mean, kind of sets a stone right there. Yes, yes, you're right, it does. I guess I might have to go... Ah, fuck, I'd probably still go with, like, Naruto. Naruto? Yeah, I'd just end up like uh, like Rock Lee, no powers. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I did not think about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good there's, one. There's a will, there's a way, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think about that. Okay. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, what about you? Uh... I, you might think of me wrong for this high school DXD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know why already now. Yeah. Oh boy. Rias, Akina, all the other girls. Oof. But wouldn't you just die? Not really. I just still have my harem. Well, you'd have to have the power to get there to get to the harem. I mean, you already as the character, so you just take his place. No, you need to go through the struggles. Struggles, he didn't struggle for shit. (laughs) He had to build up to get his power, right? That is true. But still, I still get it placed with the param. Man, he just wants the bitches. Yes. (laughs) The non-existence. Got it, got it. (laughs) All right, I have one for you. Okay. You had to sell one of your cars right now. Which one would it be? Fuck. Yep. Now that you have your nice little roster going, you got three of them, you have your truck you wanted for a long time, you have your fun stick shift sports car, your first sports car you've bought, and you have your classic El Camino. You have to sell one right now. I would probably sell the El Camino. Really? Yes. I was not expecting that. Because in reality, my dream car is actually a 72 Grand Torino Fastback. Okay. So I'd probably use the money towards that, if I can get one, possibly. All right. Definitely not what I was expecting. (laughs) I legit thought the Toyota was going to (laughs) go. I mean, it's a possibility, too, on that part. (laughs) All right. Yeah, no, you got me for a loop on that one. Okay. What about you? Oh, dude, I got enough. I'll sell any of them, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, the white one is up for sale. Anybody interested, hit me up. Um, the black one, the Cobra is ready to go anytime I'm ready to. Mm-hmm. I want to get rid of the white Mustang first and then, uh, well, I'll get into that maybe towards the end of the episode. There's some, there's some developments coming along. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I have no problem selling any of them. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Except for maybe the Type R. <laughs> but yeah, truck, Mustang's gone. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Easily replaceable is what it is. Okay. Uh, second question. Let's see. If it wasn't for Rika, your waifu, what other waifu would you choose? Megumin. Megumin? Explosion. Explosion? Yes. Where? 
Don't be dirty, man. This is wholesome. <laughs> this is wholesome. <laughs> hey, man, uh, I'm pretty sure like everybody's going to hear you screaming explosion sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the quirky, weird characters for me. It's funny. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you mean. <laughs> so they're both really fucking weird. <laughs> I think Megami's just weirder. Yeah, I guess. Granted, they actually have powers, not fake powers from Shinobi. Yeah, that's what I mean. From that <laughs> standpoint, she's more eccentric in yeah. it, but you know, the other one literally just made it all up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Yeah, what about you? Uh, so it would go hands down with Coco from Golden Time. I actually have not seen Golden Time. Golden Time became like a really good uh, big anime for me. I love it, especially... I have the Japanese game imported, the special box edition, especially um, have her figure. Not too much merchandise on that series, honestly. But overall, the series is just wholesome for me and just really funny, really good feels into it. Question. Yes. Is it that character you had on the tailgate of the truck? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, I had a Coco on my tailgate. Got it. I was wondering why you put such a big... Like a decal of a different character other than Supersonico mm-hmm. on the truck. Yep. Now you know. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. It's an anime or is it a game? It's an anime. Okay, because I know you mentioned the game right now too. Yeah, the game is like a one of those like multi-route the light novels or visual novels. Oh, okay, okay. So it's just pretty much just all reading shit. I can't play it for shit though. Why? It's all Japanese. So why'd you buy it? <laughs> mm, just to have it, honestly. Okay, cool. Fair enough. <laughs> just for the collection. Yeah, pretty much. All right, cool. Um, All right, here's another one for you. Okay. If you had to... This came up earlier in a conversation with some of the other boys. If you were to import a car that is not available in the U.S., it has to be, you know, you can't get it here. What would it be? Damn. Because the Yugo did actually come to the U.S. at a certain time, but not too many are in there. You've got to fucking stop with that damn Yugo. <laughs> <laughs> but, damn. Yep. Are you going to go for the for the classics, like the GTR? Eh, that's too, that's too mainstream, honestly. Okay. It really is just too mainstream. Hmm. Like the patrols? How about the patrol trucks? The the SUVs? From where? I think those are Toyota. Oh, okay. I, I think I know what you're talking about. No, there is one car. No. I think they actually brought that to the US. It was a Toyota, I think. Damn it, this is a hard question. <laughs> okay, give me your car because well, I'm still thinking, honestly. Oh, I'm sorry, but I have a quick answer for you because I still check up on this car every once in a while. <laughs> It's the uh, Nissan Pulsar. Oh, okay. Specifically, like, that hatchback wagon. Yeah. All-wheel drive, turbo little sucker. It is an awesome fucking car. Hmm. 100% would import one of those before anything else. Not bad, not bad. So, and honestly, they're actually not priced terribly bad at all. hmm I think you can get some of the, you know, more basic ones for around 15 k Yeah. Not bad. Okay. Obviously, extra charges with getting them to California standard and blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. Not too bad at all. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I didn't give you much time. <laughs> I'll just say that you go. Fuck it. God damn it, Manny. You ruined the spirit of this. <laughs> Don't worry. The spirit's going to be broken down with the Hugo. It, yeah, it probably will be. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, that was actually kind of interesting. I'm still a little bit in shock that you'd sell the El Camino before the Toyota. I mean, I'd still want like something like to haul around, honestly. Yeah. Well, your everybody in your family owns a truck. Mm, just my dad. True, but there's multiple trucks on your property all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You can always haul things around anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the El Camino also hauls things. I would not do that. <laughs> Granted, I've seen some really beat up old El Caminos and people are just like using them as a daily 
It's just work life and everything. I just look at them and like, why? I mean, it's a 350 block Chevy. They'll last forever. I know, but they're just not doing the, the car justice, honestly. Yeah. Some people don't really see it as the as the garage weekend car. Some people literally see it as a rugged old Chevy that's going to keep running forever. True, true. Kind of like how you see the Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would say that possibly the uh, El Camino will haul a little bit more than the Toyota. It will, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it will, trust me. All right. Well, uh, let's get into some uh, get into some news. Uh, yes. So, for anybody that's a big Monster Hunter fan, um, and if they're playing Monster Hunter Worlds on PC, Xbox, PS4... Capcom just announced that they're going to be releasing the final update to the title series. Yeah, so it's going to feature Vitalis. Uh, basically, a new. That's basically going to be the last newest monster that's going to be added to the game series. Honestly, right now, for this title specifically for Monster World, uh, Monster Hunter Worlds. Okay. And with that, uh, we're going to see Arc Tempered Volcana as an event quest. Uh, new events, new other, uh, new quests and other stuff. They haven't said much, but we're gonna have to see what happens. I think the update is gonna be October first. For anybody that's interested, yep, it's October first with their version fifteen point zero one update for the game. And we'll just have to see how Fatalis is gonna be implemented into the game and how difficult it's gonna be. Yeah. Because uh, previously, a few months ago, they added Elantrion, and oh my god, was that fight very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> because most people were like, you, you, it's at that point, so in the game, they have different classes in terms of weapons, and then based on your weapon is also your armor sets, you can mix match, or you can keep like a full, complete set. Yeah, to play towards whatever abilities you go for. Yeah, and it's all about ability, uh, yeah, ability abilities um and how you can get them maxed out or certain levels of abilities to before getting mixed out and stuff just to like mix match and like find your sweet spot on how you like to play and survive in the game um for me currently i have gold rathion master class armor suit maxed out a bunch of other stuff too um i am more of a switch a switchblade x uh, user um, I know you don't know much about the game or the weapons and stuff. Not really. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much my, like, just simple setup for me. Honestly, I really love the armor set. I really love the weapon set. I have almost made every single Switchblade axe for every monster and every tree, which I've gotten shit talked to. I was like, why would you do that? Just branch out and try new other weapons. Like, no, I want every fucking Switch axe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's just pretty much a lot of grinding. So if anybody's interested, we got a uh, Fatalis is coming out final last final update coming out to the series to the game title basically. Dope. So what do you think is the uh, the lead time between the next title and this one? Uh, who knows? Um, I think I did hear some things about like them hinting at maybe a possible new title to the series. Granted, this game came out like when did it come out? I think it was two thousand eighteen. No, 2019. So we have like, oh, no, 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 no. To that, yeah, it's 2018. Yeah, and we have the new consoles coming too. So new maybe they're coming, out, coming so, out with that. But the main reason why we haven't like actually thought about it too much is because they've been coming out with new updates for the game and stuff. So if they're coming out with new updates, they're just keeping the game alive because they know it's doing so well. The community is there, especially since this game is out for, this game series has been out for years. Yeah. Uh, they, well, that's just like uh, Elder Scrolls and things like that, right? Yeah, or like the Mortal Kombat. Like, it's been out for years. Mm -hmm. um, but, yes, since they're coming out with new updates for the game, it's just keeping it alive. Not like EA when it comes to their games and shit. 2020, 2021, 2020. <laughs> I mean, a perfect example is uh, the Need for Speed game that came out in 2015. Within, like, the first two or three months, they came out with the first update for the game, and they just said, okay, and they... Not only this is the first update, it's going to be the last update. Oh, wow. So they just completely killed off the game. I mean, which, its gameplay was kind of trash anyways. 
I enjoyed it, and honestly, I actually felt like it had so much potential. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure which one it is, but I bought one of them maybe last it, year, it the year the before. It was with uh, Ken Block and uh, Nakai-san, all of them mixed in. You know what it was for me? It, it was, was the, the, very, uh, the very first car that you play before you sell it to choosing the car is a Fox body. Yes. Okay. It was that one that I was playing, and I don't know what it was about like the driving dynamic. Mm-hmm. It really was terrible <laughs> yeah you just have to find your sweet spot especially in those types of games honestly yeah but it was kind of like uh like take forza for instance mm-hmm. forza horizon has a very arcadey feel like very easy to do very easy to drive yeah uh forza motorsports has more of a realistic feel and more like kind of like grand turismo feel to it yeah. you know i jumped into um need for speed and it just felt very choppy very I th- unrefined I think, um I think people just had the speculation that this could be like the next un- Need for Speed Underground game. Actually, I mean, and Need for Speed Underground was a major arcade. <clears throat> excuse me, an arcadey game, but it was a good game. Yes, and everybody loved uh, Underground. Everybody wants to see if they can come out with a new one that bring back that old vibe again and stuff. Yeah, and I think a lot of people actually thought that game was going to happen, but again, they just killed it off right within the first update. Okay. So pretty much a lot to expect to see how Fatalis is going to be for the new update. And I'm pretty much excited to get back on with the boys. Nice. Well, shoot. That sounds like a really fun one. Yeah. Hopefully uh, not too long before the next one goes. Because <laughs> I actually do plan to... Well, I'm still undecided whether I'm going to buy the new Xbox or PlayStation. I plan to get the new PlayStation. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, maybe I, we'll, maybe I really we'll do a, a deeper discussion on another episode. Yeah, I really don't care about the whole console war shit. I mean, I that's just my preference, and I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like the Xbox just because uh, me and my buddy were able to share games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which was super nice. <laughs> nice, nice. But, I mean, other than that, it was kind of like... What kind of pulls you one way or the other for me was always just the exclusive games. Yes. On what side or the other, you know? Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, we get some good updates going. Nice. Okay. All right. Next topic. And so we have. Oh. So is there an update for Apple Valley Speedway? <clears throat> ah, yes. So I believe it was like two weeks ago. Oh, and for most people, we call it Grange. And for new people, it's called Apple Valley Speedway. Well, it's supposed to all be Apple Valley Speedway. It was bought out. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was bought, uh, formerly known as Grange, now Apple Valley Speedway. But to all the OGs, we still refer to Grange. I still do it from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so this is more like local track news. Mm-hmm. So a couple weeks ago, they kind of hinted out that they were going to be redesigning the whole track. Mm-hmm. So they were actually going to... Um, split up some of the turns and widen out a lot of the lanes. Obviously, we everybody who has been to Apple Valley, we know that those lanes are tight and widening up lanes is something that is much needed. <laughs> well, this is a go-kart track to begin with. Yeah, but I mean, it's used so much for drifting. It's, True. It's hard to even say it's that kind of track anymore. Yeah. It's just exploded with that scene, you know? What about scooters, though? Dude, that scooter race looked cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> when did they have that scooter race? Uh, that was like last month. Last month? Okay. Yeah, motorized scooter races on the track. That looked fun. That, that looks, looked fun. That looks really cool, actually. Uh, but anyways, uh, they're going to be widening out the track, and a couple of the turns are actually going to split off into two. Hmm. So there's going to be, in a sense, one course, but there's going to be a couple turns that split off so that you can kind of uh, mix it up a little bit. Okay. The inner is going to be more low horsepower technical course, like we've always known and loved about Apple Valley. Mm -hmm. But they're actually going to go do an outer ring for a little bit more high speed, a little bit more higher horsepower cars Okay, on the outside. Nice. On top of widening out the lane. So I think that's actually pretty awesome. Um, Similar to some of the small splits they have like at Adam's track. Okay. But obviously Grange is bigger than that, so. Yeah. No, yeah, De- Grange is definitely bigger than Adam's Trek. Yeah, so on top of that, um, they're going to be doing some repaving. They have already opened up the skid pad, so the skid pad is up and open now. That most of the takeover crew used. Hey, I, I know, support I know. it. Support I know. it. Keep coming out there. <laughs> stop fucking up the streets. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, it seems like it's going to get a whole new facelift. So it's kind of crazy how much has changed in such little amount of time since the new owners bought it out. Mm-hmm. Like they bought it out and immediately started investing into it, which is freaking great. I'm glad to see that, actually. No, that's really good, actually. So, I mean, after being such a neglected, messed up track, who knows? This is kind of seems like they must be prospering. They must be making good profit now mm-hmm. in order to be doing all these upgrades, right? Hopefully, we might get a better road to the track. <laughs> uh, you might want to keep dreaming on that part, buddy. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, you got the truck, so you can just haul it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for an excuse to buy a trailer, man. Trust me. <laughs> I will haul it there and then just take off in the truck. Okay, nice. Do nice. some off-roading, too. <laughs> but, um, oh, I actually had something else, too. So I was flipping through random videos, and I saw one of somebody here, local in the IE. They took down the video, so I'm not sure if you know they don't want to be named out anymore or anything, so I'm going to keep it anonymous. Okay. But uh, it was a chick that was uh, recording her boyfriend that got pulled over. She was in the passenger seat. And Riverside um, Sheriff's was asking for all of his social media information. What? Why? So he, you know, the conversation kind of went back and forth like, oh, uh, what's your Instagram? And the guy's like, "Uh, I don't have one. What's your Facebook? Oh, uh, I don't have one. And then the police officer just kind of went, well, you're not on any social media? The the kid just told him, well, I'm on Snapchat. Cool, great. What's your Snapchat? Well, that's kind of private. Like, that's my personal stuff. No, no, this is all part of your information. Apparently, um... Riverside sheriffs now have document forms that they're doing and they're filling out whenever they're giving out tickets. In other words, they're trying to pin social media accounts to your driver's license, basically. The hell? Uh, At least this is kind of my own assumption from what I would imagine they're trying to do. Mind you, the ticket, allegedly, from what they said on their own posts, is that they were pulled over because the car was too low. It's a bagged uh, BRZ. Okay. But obviously, what other reason would the police want your social media for? They have your driver's license, you know, all your information. They're going to link it to a social media. Probably stock the page for any self-incriminating videos. Uh, Right? Oh, my God. Which, okay, like from my standpoint, I don't really post anything illegal. I don't do anything legal. Side note. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't post any of that. Yeah. To me, it's a little bit more of a matter of privacy. I don't want that link to my ID or, yeah, or my driver's that, license that's... at all. And I'm kind of tired of our community beach being treated like criminals just because we're car enthusiasts. Yeah, that just sounds like a really big gray area, honestly. Right? That's that's kind of uh, intrusive. That's very yeah. intrusive into some private stuff that I don't I don't like that at all. Yeah, it really is, honestly. So, like, I have my social media for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't do my personal one. I do the the podcast social media, and I put it on the Type R. Yeah. I figure, who knows, maybe somebody might stumble across this, you know? Yeah. Now I kind of want to take it down. <laughs> <laughs> do you really? A little bit. Like I said, I don't post anything that's going to mess with me, you know? But Post I, or do? Either. <laughs> <laughs> Either, but I just don't like the idea that they're trying to do this because, you know, like the time I got pulled over for the exhaust and uh, window tint. Originally, it was just the window tint. Well, yeah, it was the window tint, but that was just a straight, you know, a car enthusiast being treated like a criminal. They saw my car, immediately went behind me to pull me over, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So now they're probably linking. They probably already did, for all I know. They probably already wrote that down because it was on the car already. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) I do not like that. So public service announcements, be weary if you have any of your social media on your cars. If you are sponsored or you're representing for a certain shop or company. Behave, please. Either behave or maybe consider taking them off. Because, yeah, that's not cool. And is it just Riverside PD or sheriffs or is it branching out to other counties? This is strictly anecdotal. This is a video I saw that they had since pulled it down, but you could see the police officer asking for the information, and they were pulled over 
in uh, Riverside County. Okay. So I know Riverside County is obviously doing it. I don't know if other counties are doing that at all. Mm -hmm. So PSA. (laughs) Okay. That sucks. Yeah, it does, honestly. Yeah. So hopefully, like I said, the anybody doing takeovers or any of that dumb stuff, please keep renting out the track. I love it. It's bringing in more revenue for um, Apple Valley. They can keep making upgrades and we can be, keep building a great track for the local community and keeping people off the streets. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I just wanted to tack that in while we were talking about it. I probably should have written it down on our syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. But all right, we got... Ah, uh, yes. R.I.P. So, to the King. Rip to the King. This is going to be a very touchy moment, honestly. Uh, so we just had Chadwick Bozeman pass away. At the yes. age of 43 due to colon cancer. Yep. Uh, I think it was stage five. Can- stage five. I'm not sure. He's been battling it for a bit, though. Four years. Four years battling it while still making these movies, honestly. The dude, it did not show that he was struggling, honestly. No, not at all. And the fact that it just caught everybody by surprise. Granted, actually, just a few months ago when this whole quarantine started... He did show, post a video of himself, like, extremely skinny, like, he was malnourished and everything. Yeah. So, it's sad to say that a lot of people did clown on him, that Black Panther became Crack Panther, honestly. Oh, jeez, I didn't see that. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so a lot of people were trolling him that he was just on drugs, he just became crazy and everything. I mean, that's but the internet in general. It really is just the internet, honestly. They don't really see what actually happened to him, honestly. And now you just see him just pass away and just confirmation from his family and stuff. Yeah. So it just goes to show that just don't judge a book by its cover, honestly. Always. I mean, that's always that's always supposed to be a good piece of advice for anything. Yes, definitely. Um, I mean, he did some really good movies. I think it was that, uh, what was that, baseball movie again? I, st- I haven't seen it, honestly. I think he did. It was like Jackie Robinson. Okay, I didn't know he was in that one. Yeah, I think he did play as Jackie Robinson. Okay, I don't. I don't even think I remember seeing that one to be honest. Yeah, I think it was what was it, movie forty two or something like that or number forty two. I don't know. I I never got the chance to see it, honestly because baseball is not my thing, so it never caught my interest. Yeah, and legit for me, like, there's very few actors that I can probably point out by name in another movie. <laughs> mm, okay. Kind of the same thing, same way I am with like uh, directors and voice actors with anime. Yeah, I don't pay enough attention to it to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, um, it really, I mean, it just made twenty twenty just worse. Honestly, just to think about it, honestly, with this whole situation, like, like what's gonna happen next this month now for September? This month, it's next week. <laughs> or tomorrow? You mean tomorrow? Well, no, I just mean like it's not what's going to happen for the month. It's what's going to happen for the week and then the next week and then the next week. 2020 True. don't stop, bro. It does it, honestly. I think the person that's going to be hit the hardest is actually Denzel Washington. Really? Because Denzel Washington actually made a personal investment to basically pay his tuition when he went into acting school and performing arts. Oh, wow. Because I guess he saw the potential in him and stuff. And I think when uh, Chadwick Boseman fun- uh, won the award for his role as Black Panther in the movie for the movie not not in the Avenger movies but like the standalone yeah. movie I guess he the majority of his acceptance award was for Denzel Washington oh wow okay unless that was a different speech I don't remember much uh, I have to backtrack on that as well honestly yeah and you just see everybody just showing their love and support for the Marvel Universe for his family and stuff and Pretty much. Um, the one thing I will have to look that everybody's looking at right now is what is Marvel's next move? And in terms of that, and what they're they're trying to refer to is basically, are they going to recast Black Panther? I mean, and if lot- they're looking at other, other situations, kind of like uh, Fast and Furious, how they recasted for Paul Walker with his brother, mm-hmm. and it ended up being successful... There's a possibility because they're going to look at other examples of what they could do, you know? But the main argument is that the public doesn't want it to be recasted. I guess. So there was already like talks like they want to, 
try to bring back the, the Infinity Stones. I don't know how that's going to work because they were destroyed. And like, so potentially a whole rewrite to the story. Mm, I guess bring back to life someone else that was killed off and then bring him back to life and then replace him as the new Black Panther. Okay. So a lot of people are just very, very skeptical as to what Marvel's decision is going to be if they're going to recast it or just respect Chadwick Boseman to have the role and no one else play it. Which a lot of people also stated that if it does happen, they will close the book on Marvel and go, go towards D, uh, DC. If what happens? If they recast. Really? Yeah. But DC doesn't make as good movies. Yeah. They, they just really don't. <laughs> I, I'm really... I mean, I like DC, honestly, but they're the way they've just been playing this shit is just getting really annoying. Granted, the new Batman trailer for with Robert Pattinson was honestly really good. I haven't seen it. I'm actually really excited to see how this is going to be. Okay. Um, for most part, the the new trailer did come out with a very famous script line that they haven't used in a while because it was from the animated series. Okay. So when they ask Batman, it's like, "Who are you?" Most people say, "Oh, he's going to say I'm Batman," but no, he just says, "I'm Vengeance." Which, honestly, when I first saw the trailer, when he said that, it gave me the chills. All right. So I'm excited to see, and especially since they're, like, all these Batman movies that we've been seeing, we've been seeing, like, all, like, more, like, action, military, and adventure and stuff. But this one's going to go more, to me, this is actually going to go towards more roots, uh, dark, and, and show Batman as an investigator, as a detective. Which is what Batman is famous for, to be a detective and investigator. Yep. So I'm really excited to see how this is going to be. And I think I see really good potential for Robert Pattinson as the new Batman. All right. So back to the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So you think that if they recast it, they're going to lose in that I, situation better I than... I feel it probably will anger the community. Just just like show a sign of respect that he was fit for that part and don't choose somebody else just because... That's how I see it, honestly. I don't know what you would think. I mean, I guess from my side of it, I kind of think more like how many Batmans have there been? How many Supermans have there been? How yeah. many, you know what I mean? How many Spider-Mans have there been? I don't see it as big of a deal yeah. on my side, to be honest. No, that's true, honestly. I mean, that's just kind of like the way the industry goes. It's not, It it's kind of like, uh, it, to me, it almost downplays the person itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're giving a fictional character that he did for a job as a profession over the person himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's still a person. He's not the Black Panther. He's a person. Like, why why define a person by what his job was like that? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm kind of like, well, somebody else can do the job. Yeah. And following his death, um, all of his movies, anything that he had his works on, um, they have topped the charts on Amazon uh, Netflix and all the other streaming sites and everything too. Oh, awesome! So it's good to see that people just out there just showing their support and everything. Yeah, and that's some great royalties for his family. Mm-hmm. That's great, definitely, definitely, honestly. And that's pretty much it. Honestly, like I said, rip to the king. Honestly, most people will always say like Wakanda forever, but it will be Wakanda forever now with this situation. Yeah. All right. Well, way to bring us down, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I got to do my part. All right. (laughs) Well, I am planning to bring EV back into the mix for this conversation. What do you mean by EV? Um, Electric vehicles. I thought you meant the Pokemon. Oh, EV. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. So you remember the last conversation we had with electric vehicles left off with the Maki. And oh, I thought you meant that shit story for the Jeep. Oh, I'm not counting that. That was small. That's why I said shit story. <laughs> no, we had the Mach-E, and I think I remember telling you about, like, it kind of got me excited for the potential of electric cars and actually getting into sports and everything. Definitely, definitely. So, Pikes Peak competition up in the canyons. It's probably one of the most exciting ones to watch. Where is Pikes Peak? So people know too as well. Pikes Peak is in Colorado. Oh, that's cool, actually. Yeah. So I was I was expecting it here in California, honestly. 
No, no, no. It's it's in the mountains, Colorado, Colorado mountains, and it's probably one of the most, I guess you can call it like prestigious time attack events. You know, mm-hmm. people build cars specifically for Pikes Peak. Okay, so it is a treacherous uphill. It has some crazy courses around there, and we actually had uh, two Teslas take first and second in their exhibition. Teslas. Teslas. Tesla Model 3s. Both of them. Oh, shit. Okay. I've been seeing Teslas more like on drag races lately, but never like time attack like this stuff. Yeah. I mean, the last time you told me about a Tesla on like a track and stuff, it was overheating. Yes, it was overheating. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was, you know, just my buddy bringing his to Speed Ventures event. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So these two actually competed one of them driven by Ramdi Popst, I think is how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And the other one was driven by Blake Fuller. Blake Fuller. Yes. Now, I'm sure some people who might follow this may have already heard Randy Popst actually crashed his uh, Model 3 during practice. Oh. Yes. So he said it was like a rookie mistake. It was his driving error. Um, during one of the uphill parts, I believe there's like a bump in the road and he went into it too fast, uh, went off course, actually caught some air off course and had a pretty nasty accident. He didn't go get over, like go over the cliff, did he? No, 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 no. He didn't go over the edge or nothing. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. That's good to hear. (laughs) So he is the driver for, uh, unplugged. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Unplugged Performance, I'm sorry. So they actually modified, that was like the most modified Tesla. Full on uh, Lexan windows, gutted out, uh, carbon fiber wide body kit, full custom suspension done on it. Um, it was all ready to go, you know? That that actually sounds difficult because I don't think Tesla has that much of an aftermarket too, especially, right? No, they're very difficult to mod. Um, I don't think there was a significant modifications to the drivetrain itself, mm-hmm. but they did everything they could to race prep this Tesla. Okay. Um, and he was actually planting down crazy numbers. <laughs> <laughs> How crazy are we talking? So before I get into the rest of the story, the end of this story basically leaves first, second, and third place was a full 10 seconds behind them. Mm-hmm. Wait, 10 seconds? A full 10 seconds. Holy shit. <laughs> so first and second was these two Teslas, and third place was 10 seconds behind them. Okay, so if you said it's Blake, right? Blake was first place. Blake was first place, and that was the gutted? No, that one was actually more or less uh, stock. So it was more stock. It was a lot more stock, yes. So Blake actually competed. uh, He didn't have a huge financial backing. He actually had a, you know, he's already a well-experienced driver. He has tons of experience and and wins underneath his belt. Mm -hmm. But he entered into this competition more as an enthusiast. He got a lot of donations from, like, the Tesla community itself. Oh, okay. And a lot of it was self-funded. Oh, that's cool. So he was just out there kicking ass on his own honestly (laughs) just public support and funding yeah yeah so um uh robert he was actually with a full-on team and he had a lot more money put into his so after his crash accident um he actually was able to get in contact with some locals uh local shops that worked on teslas they actually brought an entire tesla as a donor car to fix his oh because a lot of the parts you can just kind of take off. Yeah, just swap them out. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he had some local carbon fiber builders redo his wide body out there. <laughs> hey, that's actually really cool. Yeah, and he said they worked pretty much 48 hours nonstop. And they got him ready to back and compete. Nice. As they took off, he was actually doing tremendously well. But because of the accident, something malfunctioned and he actually lost half of his power. Ooh. And still managed to hit second place. Still managed? Still managed oh, second shit. place I was about on to ask, half I was power. Like, I was about to ask about that, too, because he had all this shit modified, but he still got second place. Yep. But there goes my there goes. Yes, my that's why. So because of that accident, there was um, some issues where 
he lost power and he got overheated and that's kind of where it ended up for him. So he could have probably easily placed first then if it wasn't for that hiccup. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you know, he not to not to bash on uh on Blake or anything, you know, they were very respectful about it and they said, you know, well, you know, he deserved that. He drove hard and that's you know, that's what happened, you know? Yeah. Obviously it was it was uh Robert's accident that ha- that you know that le- kind of left these results in place. Mm-hmm. But he said that uh, he feels that if he comes back next year with the car fully functional and no mistakes, he said that he could feels like he can just smash that record. <laughs> nice. Okay. That's, I'm going to be interested on seeing that actually then. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of already showing that they're starting to dominate in there. Yeah. Because like I said, like before with Teslas, I always just see them just on the drag strip. That's it never actually on like courses like these yeah and well also too we got to remember that pike's peak is in the mountain mm-hmm. it's not as hot as it is you know out here at button willow in the desert big willow in the desert you know what i mean so temperature does i'm sure has a lot to do with it yeah on top of that um it's i think the course is about 11 something minutes so it's not entirely like they're doing our style HPD sessions where we're on the track 30 minute sessions at a time, you know? Yeah. So if it's just a quick 11 minute burst, maybe they're still capable the way they are with the technology we have right now. Yeah. And maybe that's why they kept from overheating, right? Probably. Yeah, that's actually true. But this just showed like, man, they are really starting to kick it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, given some of the uh, video from the cockpit, it's not as exciting. <laughs> <laughs> How bad was it? It was quiet. <laughs> you hear you heard some um some wind. You heard some general creaking and whatnot, you know, whether it's suspension moving or tire squealing a little bit. It it was just weird. It was weird to hear. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously it's electric, so there's no shifting, there's no heel toe action going. You just see every once in a while a, a box prompt up on his giant screen and he reaches over and touches okay and then gets back to driving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, I mean, it definitely doesn't look as, as fun, but I'm sure the power, once you're in it, it's probably something to behold, you know? Yeah. But yeah, just the video just did not look inspired. <laughs> <laughs> So who knows? Maybe we'll start seeing some more. I mean, like I said, the more technology keeps coming for it, the crazier this is going to get. Yeah, definitely. And it, man, I don't know if they start just slapping around all the gas-powered cars. Is there still going to be a place for us if everybody moves to electric? Mm, I think it's going to take quite a quite some time still. Hopefully, hopefully. I'm excited to see it happen, but. I'm afraid of it happening too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I know what you mean, honestly. Because man, that that'll be. I just shed a little tear for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny. Let's move us into the next one. All righty. So the big question: When is One Piece gonna end? Uh, never. Uh, it feels like that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ichiro Oda, the creator for One Piece, he finally just announced. That he plans to end the series, the manga series. Oh, finally. This year? No. Next year? No. The year after that? No. Oh, my God. All right, when? (laughs) (laughs) So, possibly in the next four or five years. Jeez. So, this is, it's it's pretty interesting because he's always said, it's like, oh, we're already at the halfway point or we're already past the halfway point into the series, so it might end soon and stuff. But no, it just doesn't seem like it, honestly. And granted, like, with these, like, big-time, like, anime series or manga series in, like, let's say Shonen Jump, other uh, publishers and stuff, they actually force these, sometimes they actually force these creators to never end their series. Yeah, milk it for as long as they can. Yes, the whole idea is to basically to milk it. And these publishers, like, especially, like, Shonen Jump, they don't want to see it and they want to keep it going. That's what, uh, It kind of happened with Naruto. Naruto was supposed to end at a certain point, but they just like they loved it so much. They saw how much money was ranking in the the rankings, the popularity. They just wanted to keep coming, keep coming. 
And they told uh, Kishimoto, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. So I think that's my speculation towards the situation with it. So I got a question for you. Uh-huh. The writer of One Piece, is he kind of like the writer of uh, Hunter Hunter where he takes tremendously long breaks in between series? No. Or is he consistent? No, he's consistent. Okay. He's consistent. Um, I don't know too much on the story behind uh, the creator for Hunter Hunter. Um, I watched Wiz and the Brew. Oh, did or you? I listened to the Wiz and the Brew of Hunter Hunter. That's why I got some background on that. Mm, okay. He he basically, uh, not to go too far off the rails, but yeah. basically he's kind of like, I'm going to work when the fuck I want. And he legit will write a, a part of it and then just take a break for a couple of years or a year, a year and a half, and then start writing again. Um, fun fact, he is married to the writer of Sailor Moon. Is he now? Yeah. Oh, that's There's cool. some cool background to there. Maybe we'll get into it another time, but very informative. Okay, definitely. Nice. That's good to know, actually. I did not know that. Yeah, see? I outweebed you this time. <laughs> Roll my eyes on this nigga. You rolled your eyes on an audio medium. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, so, I mean, I think the, I haven't really been keeping up with the manga series, um, but I think they are still in the Wano country or the Wano arc. Uh, we'll have to see, honestly. I mean, the anime is still going. They're still in the Wano arc. Um, but it's just really weird situation. I mean, most people would think that these... Going back to Hunter Hunter, actually, I think it's just because he they knew, or the creator knew that, he, regardless if he took a like a pause, that regardless if he came back later on, that they will still publish it because they know how good he is, that his work is very popular still. But there's a there's a fine line towards how much patience they have with them too. Yeah, and I don't well, think I'm sure it's just like with anything in any kind of business is power dynamic and how you're able to pull your weight around mm-hmm. so Definitely. depending on how much weight you're able to pull around and get away with or just even personalities at that point i'm sure it affects a lot of that yeah so how are you keeping up with the one piece i'm not <laughs> why not because <laughs> there's way too many episodes and i don't want to deal with it you're fine dude you got covid for that i have covid for that yeah the quarantine watch it dude i still gotta work <laughs> <laughs> If I didn't have to work and I did did just quarantine myself all day, maybe, but... Would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> this fool. Uh, but Oda did warn that there's going to be possibly like possibly like delays, though, with this situation. Because, again, the COVID situation still affects everybody, regardless. Yeah. Even though Japan is seeing like themselves actually getting back closer and closer to their back to their daily lives... And keeping down, uh, keeping the levels down of COVID infections and stuff, it still brings about that unpleasantry of going back to an actual workplace. Back. To- yeah, I know. I have mixed feelings about going back to work. Mm-hmm. I wish I can stay here. <laughs> and then, so honestly, some days I just kind of feel like trapped, and I just want to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. Well, yeah, you should be used to it by now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so they're just they're trying to see how they're gonna work out because they, like I said, we might see some possible delays later on, just as we as they recuperate from the situation. I don't think U.S. is ever gonna recuperate, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much just an update for One Piece. All right, nice. Well, uh, let's get into some uh, the IG question that we did. Uh yes. And then uh, we'll do some updates and stuff. Yes. So for our question, do you remember what our question was? Um, animes with the best soundtrack. Yes. So we did quite a quite a few good ones, honestly. Uh, we did have our Instagram follower one slow four six, and his response was Death Note. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't know too much about the soundtrack for Death Note because I never seen the show, honestly. Well, you just heard it right now, <laughs> <laughs> but it still doesn't like hit me, honestly. Okay, because it, it's just it's just a random piece of music to me at this point because I've never seen that show to actually under 
basically get a feel for it. I'm going to make you watch it. I mean, I've already seen the first episode. I just I, I don't just, care. I'm going to make you watch the whole thing. God damn it. You made me watch that weird furry one. You're going to watch Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I mean, like I said, the show just never caught my interest. I mean, I've gotten I've gotten people hate me honestly just because they clown on me just because I never seen Death Note. I was like, but like honestly, it just never caught my attention, honestly. I don't see like the big deal to like force or like just basically talk shit to another person just because they didn't see something that they liked. We used to be mad. I know. But I'm still going to make you watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually had two people. So Beer Me Now and Blackskin02. Both of them said Fully Cooley. Ooh, all right. I can see that. Heck yeah. yeah. I actually like the Fully Cooley soundtrack. Uh, It's been a while for me. I don't remember too much. I remember the first... Well, let's take a quick listen. Okay. Yeah, that does sound like some nostalgia right there. I mean, fully coolly. I mean, I used to, I did watch it back then when it first came out. The new seasons that came out with, I did not get a ch- actually chance to watch them yet. Okay. But I've heard good things about them. I just never got the chance, honestly. Yeah, it's dope. I that's definitely like one of my uh I guess go tos mm. when I kinda just want to rewatch something just for the heck of it, you know? Yeah, and it's pretty much just that nostalgia go-tos. too from back days when you would see it and everything. Oh yeah. The aesthetics, man. Hell yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh so our buddy Leo, unknown V two, his response was Mysterio Girlfriend X. He just plays that on a loop, doesn't he? Uh I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's take a listen to that one. Okay. You dig it now? <laughs> I mean, it's the same situation with Death Note. I mean, I could listen to it, but I won't get a feel for it because I've never seen the show yet, honestly. Oh, that's right. You haven't seen that one, huh? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I'm surprised you haven't. Okay. I just never got around to it. I know Leo's been bugging me to watch it, but I just never got around to it. I've been super lazy on watching anime these past few months. Few what are you doing with weeks. your life? Playing video games. All right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Este Bonbon 21, he said... <laughs> uh, yes, that was his Sorry. IG name. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So, he said Black Clover. And honestly, I have to agree, honestly. Black Clover had some of the best opening soundtracks, honestly. Yeah, they're pretty good. Black Rover, Justed Ice. I think the very first opening was a huge, huge also hit for me, too. But hands down, hands down, best opening soundtrack would be Justed Ice. You done dancing over there? Yes. yes. <laughs> I just rock out to that song. I remember like when I first heard it, when I first got into Black Clover, I just had that song on repeat for like days, honestly. And then we did have My Hero Academia, honestly. Honestly, I was not impressed with a lot of the openings for My Hero Academia. Uh, to me, they were fairly generic, like shonen music, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, honestly. But... Again, I am barely trying to get back into it just because it's gotten so big at this point. Yes. That I kind of made myself start watching again. So actually, I watched past the first season finally. <laughs> oh, nice. I think you're going to enjoy it once you get to season three. Again, it gets more and more intense, honestly. I'm at towards the end of season two right now, and it's getting better. It actually is getting better. Yeah. It's definitely a lot better than the first season. Yes. Yeah, so like I said, it's going to definitely get to... like. More intense, honestly. Okay, great. That's good to hear. Because, yeah. like I said, it did finally get a little bit better on second season. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, it continues going and I can see what everybody's on hype about. Yes. But uh, let's listen to that one now. Okay. Alrighty, and then for our next response, we have the Sauce ninety three Guilty Crown. Have you seen Guilty Crown? I have actually. I can't quite put my finger on the music, so let me look it up real quick. Yeah, 
Yeah, the like the music, the opening was really good, honestly. But just like the soundtrack for like all the other songs that they feature from Egoista in the show, it really just adds, it elevates the sadness, like the the very deep feeling behind the anime, honestly, too. Yeah. Um, with this anime, from what's been reported, this anime was actually made with no background towards it. No, like, source material. This was actually just made on the spot. Oh, shit, really? And the fact that they were able to make this anime like that on the spot, and the fact that they did so well, and how the anime just turned out so good, honestly, it just became one of my top faves as well. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I Is know that all of our uh, listener responses? No, we have quite a few more, actually. We have Naruto Shippuden from uh, Sparky the Barber, our buddy. All right. I mean, I'd kind of put that also in like the generic category as much as i love the anime mm-hmm. and stuff and you know i recognize some of the musical tones to certain yeah. scenes and everything the music by itself probably doesn't hold i would say the best anime opening for naruto shippuden would be silhouette by kanaboon let's take a listen okay Yeah, I mean, like I said, definitely this is like one of the best anime openings in my opinion, honestly. All right. And again, I mean, Naruto is just just straight nostalgia, honestly. I grew up watching Naruto, so I would say I'm still a fan towards it. I know people didn't like, want to hate on it and stuff just because they prefer the OG Naruto, but I enjoyed it, honestly. Cool. Okay, so since we're talking about like anime soundtracks and stuff, what would you say is your favorite one? You know, it's kind of hard to say because, you know, there's some that like one song is just really, really freaking good. And every time I hear it, I'm like, yes. Like, I think I mentioned last week or the week before the Tokyo Ghoul opening song. Okay. okay. Fire as fuck. Mm -hmm. I still have yet to see Tokyo Ghoul. (laughs) It's another one you should watch. Pretty good. And you know what? I've never actually finished the anime, but the uh, RWB soundtrack is actually really good. Oh, like Ru- as a standalone album. Ruby? Yes. I can wholeheartedly agree with you on that. So Ruby's like you soundtrack. could legit just play that on a on a CD and not even tell anybody it's from an anime and legitimately just good music. I mean, it's like one of those animes that you can where you won't actually skip the intro. Just because you actually like the song. Oh, yeah. Which is sometimes kind of hard to find, honestly. There's lots of good animes, but some of their intros are just shitty that you'll just skip so you can just forget the intro. But Ruby was definitely one of the one of the few animes that did not let me skip yeah. it because I just wanted to listen to it. And that one I can tell you right now, it is more the music than the anime for me just because yeah. I have, I've never finished that anime. Mm-hmm. But just... It was just solid music just from when I heard it. Definitely, definitely. But if I were to do a combination of the two, like anime with the music, just because this is probably the one of the more fresher in my mind, because mm. I've watched it recently, was Megalobox. Oh, yes. Because I love that old 90s aesthetic, but it's a newer anime, you know what I mean? With like the mix of lo-fi into it. Yeah, yeah. So yes. I super dug the anime. I thought it was really really great i was so happy to f- that they actually made this one you know definitely, definitely. and the I soundtrack forgot about was Megalobox, fire honestly. as hell i definitely forgot about a megalobox yeah so that that would be mine for sure so let me play it right here okay all right what about you manny now that you heard that fire <laughs> definitely definitely i mean shit's fire honestly uh, for me, it would have to be Bleach. Bleach? Bleach definitely had some really great bangers on their opening songs, and especially most notable one and just pure nostalgia would be the very first opening for season one. What's, do you know the name of it? Uh, I'd have to look it up, honestly, but if you want to just play it on right now, we can just look it up real quick. All right, hold on. First opening. Let's listen to it here. Okay. Yeah, definitely. definitely okay, just, I remember that one. Yeah. yeah, just definitely nostalgia right there, honestly. And again, like a lot of their songs throughout like the series was just really good. Rambo No Melody, 
After Dark by uh, Asian Kung Fu Generation. And then we had Scandal. They had played two of their... Scandal, the band. They're an all-female uh, Japanese uh, rock band. They did two of the opening songs for them as well. Dope. And overall, I just I just really like it and everything. Cool. So with uh, with these little collaborations, uh, I'm going to give you some homework, Manny. Why don't you put together a Spotify playlist if they have all these on Spotify? Do they? They should. They should? They should. Put together a playlist, and we'll put a link when we do the post for the show. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So Manny will do a little Spotify playlist if you guys want to go back and take take a listen to some of these. Yeah, definitely. Nice. All right, Manny. So uh, before we close it out, let's do some uh, updates on the on the trucks projects. What's going on? Well, you did say you had a, like some interesting updates for your end on the Mustangs, correct? Uh, it's not so much interesting interesting updates. It's kind of uh, I'm I'm doing the debates right now. <laughs> okay. So I've been actually trying to look at all the options and what the best option would be as far as getting the race car going and maybe a daily we'll see who knows mm-hmm. but um you know i like i said i'm not a big fan of that 2005 gt that i have it's kind of just uh i ended up with it as a default originally bought it for the wife it's fixed up it's running now it's good to go i just don't like it <laughs> So I'm either, I'm just kind of tossing around a lot of ideas right now. Uh-huh. Kind of like uh, when you go through OfferUp or Craigslist or Auto Trader and you're just kind of like shopping for cars you're not really buying right now, but what you could do if you wanted to. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm trying to debate whether I want to get rid of them both and buy a Fox body or if I just keep it as a daily and continue building the Cobra as planned. Okay, okay. Or do I just turn it into a drift car and just beat the fuck out of that 05? <laughs> oh, the white one, okay. Yeah. I mean, regardless, I'm going to build a 7904 Mustang as the track car to begin mm-hmm. with. I have the suspension there. It's ready to go for whatever platform that I choose or whatever yeah. years that I choose from it. Yeah. Is just that if I'm doing all the work, I might want to do it to the Fox body before anything else, you know? Okay. But economically, I guess, financially, it's smarter to just keep it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep it with the Cobra and just continue on from there. Okay. Okay. So I'm kind of like messing around with a lot of ideas. I'm talking to some bad influencers that are telling me to do dumb shit, but... <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. Your social media is going to be exposed. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I meant more dumb financial mistakes. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, so I'm kind of doing some things behind the scenes and kind of excited for where it's going to end up, but I think I have an idea of which route I'm going to go. For sure. Nice, dude. Nice. Yeah. What about you? You had all that stuff on mail, on order, right, for parts? So I had energy, steering wheel, hub, quick release the headlights and i just got an update from the shippers that or just the company that supplies it that expected delivery is actually going to be until october until october you know talked and yeah basically until october and i emailed them just to clarify about that and they just said yes is expected but it's not guaranteed oh man so i i look at it now i was like is it really worth the time just to wait for that so I looked around, I found a local shop after some recommendations, SoCal Accessories, hit them up, and sure enough, they had all the stuff and everything. Hey. So I just pretty much just called up the where I placed my order online, just told them, hey, just cancel my order, then I want to request a refund, and I'll just hit up my local shop and everything. That's great. Well, you know me, I'm always about support the local business. Yeah. I think that's great. Hell yeah. Definitely. And they'll take care of you. No, definitely. Definitely. That's great. Heck yeah. Yeah, so I got that set in stone. I've already confirmed that I'm going to get my refund. Just got to wait a few days. After that, then that's when I'm going to go in person to that local shop, SoCal Accessories. Sweet. Other than that, I did change the ignition coil. I got an Excel or a Cell Superstock ignition coil. Highly recommended by other Toyota, Toyota owners that had the 22RE motor, like our buddy Leo with his Celica and a few others and everything. Yeah. So it was really recommended and stuff. Mm, I did notice that now I have a leak for the master cylinder on the brake booster. 
Welcome to old car problems. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to get that changed out. And I think there was one more. Oh, the motor mounts. Okay. Yeah. And so, those are probably pretty easy to do on that thing. Yeah. I'm going to assume this car is going to be like really easy, honestly. Well, just from what I remember seeing in the engine bay, it looks plenty of room and really easy. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and from what I've seen already, I'm going to have plenty of room changing out that master cylinder as well. Oh, sweet. That's what that's what's nice about old cars. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I actually got one more uh, little plug-in before we, we wrap it up today. Mm-hmm. So, I normally don't do this kind of stuff, but uh, right now, with COVID, it's been affecting a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of businesses are shut down. A lot of stores are shut down. Restaurants, some of them permanently at this point. Yes. And I believe maybe it's nice to do our part to try to keep some things alive. Yes. So, there is a ranch out in, um, uh, what is that, Valley Center? Oh, yes, Valley Center. In Valley Center, California, uh-uh. near Fallbrook area. Yes. So for I think for most of our listeners, it's probably a drive. And in all honesty, I know that most of our listeners, this probably isn't your demographic or things that you might enjoy. But I'm going to plug it anyways. If anybody is interested, anything's going to help. It is a ranch that helps do free therapy and horseback riding therapy for veterans suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a full 501c3 uh, charity organization. And since COVID hit, they've been forced to shut down. And they're at the point of losing the whole ranch and the charity completely. Oh, wow. So uh, my dad actually partnered up with a group of other uh, veterans and dog trainers and ex-military that are all going to throw this event to try and produce some funds and donations for the charity yeah so the event is free they're gonna do live dog demonstrations horseback ridings i think they're gonna do set up a shooting range out there because it is out you know in the middle of nowhere (laughs) will i come back alive i think so (laughs) (laughs) okay obviously with covid um not everybody is gonna show up some people don't want to go yeah which is totally understandable but any donations you might want to give is definitely appreciated. I will be tagging them in the post for the week episode as well. Okay. Um, maybe I'll do a post on the story or something. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go. I'm going to take my pup and get to meet some of the, you know, the the trainers that are going there. Yeah. Because, they're like I said, they're going to do the live dog demonstrations. My dad's going to be there. He's going to be doing some bite work with his dogs. Um, there's a trainer that did special forces. He's going to be there with his dogs. They do some pretty fucking amazing things. (laughs) Again, not, not necessarily something that's maybe our listeners demographic, but if anybody is looking to support or has, or is able to help support a little bit, I'm pretty sure it'd be very appreciated. Yeah. But, uh, with that, Manny, tell the listeners where they can find us. Alrighty, guys, you can follow us or listen, look us up basically on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Unaccepted Pod. And we do have a website, it's unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review anywhere you're listening to this podcast. If you want to send us any questions, hate mail, unaccepted ribs, you can send us an email at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Goodbye.